after these messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, the good ones and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I was once like you, loud, misunderstood, had an awesome haircut. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. And coming up today, a little segment that I like to call, Am I Postmodern Now, Daddy? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you didn't know I was calling it that? I did know. That's why I laughed during the show prep. Um, but I, it's still funny. <laughs> I wrote on the show sheet at my postmodern now. I left the daddy off. I could hear it. I the was daddy was implied. not silent in my head. <laughs> the daddy was implied. The daddy was implied. <laughs> um, that's right. Uh, a while back, one of, I think, if if not my favorite, certainly one of my favorite um episodes of this very podcast was when you did an exploration of postmodernism in commercials. Yes. And it also began with an explanation of what postmodernism is, which is I went difficult. full nerd. It was great. It was no joke. One of my probably the best episode we've ever done, in my opinion. <laughs> if only I the numbers it. agreed with you. But now the only uh the only issue is now every time uh I see a commercial I think, oh that's postmodern, right? And you say it's it's not always postmodern, Andrew. Not right. everything can be postmodern all the time. So uh I've been wanting to do this for a while. I have uh put together a little segment called Is This Postmodern? And um I'm I think I saw a commercial that went from very straightforward and very not postmodern to now being potentially a postmodern commercial. I will let you be the uh, the, the judge on that one. Okay. So get out your judge's hammer. Um, also, some ad counselors, we talked about this at the end of a show recently. I think we're ready to dig into it now. Some ad counselors were bemoaning the use of some of their favorite songs from the 70s in pharma commercials. It turns out this is definitely a trend. We were thinking about spinning that into like, what commercials kind of ruin songs that you love. But actually what we realize is, and maybe this isn't mind blowing here. I mean, it makes sense. You're targeting a certain demographic, but pharma commercials really went from just using generic background tinkling music to either using original recreations or my favorite parody versions of songs that are very specifically aimed at the boomer generation. And I think that it's a great intersection because it's songs that the boomers love. And also, if there's a generation that loves parody songs, surely it's the the baby boomers. That's right. So um, we are going to get into all of that. And if if, if boomers didn't love baby, uh, didn't love uh, parody songs, then how do I know Bogwans don't cry? (laughs) Would you like to explain that, Genevieve? I think you must. All right. I'll just quick sidebar here. Uh, For those who've seen the documentary Wild Wild Country uh, or who were alive back then uh, there was a famous cult that got started in Oregon that was the Rajneeshis they were led by the Bhagwan Uh, I was living in Charlotte um, as a little kid when that was all going on and as part of um, the Bhagwan sort of fall from grace he was I believe extradited through the Charlotte airport and it was like the biggest thing to happen to the city ever and the local radio station did a parody of the song Big Girls Don't Cry. Mm-hmm. I think it's that Frankie Valley. 
um i think so maybe we have four seasons yeah um but but uh rewritten to sing bogwans don't cry right which is one of the first things i knew about you i think (laughs) it was a really formative event for me that's right i'm trying to think of the things that um our radio station wmms did i think a lot of browns related stuff i mean there was there is Bernie Bernie, which do you know that song about Bernie Kosar? Yeah, you've it's told like me about Louis it. Louis. Um, but I don't think that was an MMS original. But yeah, that was definitely a, a really big thing in the 80s. It Maybe was. it still is. And we just don't listen to that style of radio much anymore. No, I think it's fallen off. I don't know. Uh, I have one ace of mace who would argue with you about that. And, yes, we have. And, we do have a good friend who has tried to bring the art form back. And um, and Dave Ross, I have one of uh, Dave Ross's back in '94 or something, a 1994 cassette tape of my old colleague and uh, radio legend here in Seattle, Dave Ross. I mean, '94 was almost a quarter century I know, ago. I know. All right. Uh, so, all right, we're we. That is what we are going to do on today's show. Let's start off with some uh, postmodern questions. Like a post postmodern man. All right, Dave. So we all know Dennis Haysbert, right? Yeah. He's the... America's first black president. That's right. He's the responsible kind of evuncular face of Allstate for years now. Um, You probably... Did you say evuncular? 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 Evuncular. It starts with an A, not an E. Right. All right, that's fair. Um, so this segment's going great already. <laughs> that is not the part. You're not supposed to be judging me yet. You judge me later. Um, I just don't want anyone thinking I'm signing off on evuncular. Uh, Google says that evuncular is a word, and it's the, it likes it so much it put a little red line under it for me. <laughs> yes. So, great word. So take that, Genevieve, you know it all. <laughs> What if I started like a word processing program that just underlined great words and it just confused people all the time? Uh, this is uh, Dennis Haysbert. Most people think that after an accident, you'll have to pay 500 bucks for your deductible. The truth, at Allstate, you could pay zero. Allstate gives you $100 off your deductible the day you sign up. Then another 100 off every year you don't have an accident. Let the good hands reward your safe driving. With a deductible that goes away. I love the fact that he says, um, you get $100 off as soon as you sign up from your deductible. Then, no, that's that's not how that works. The insurance company sets the deductible. So... They just tell you it's $100 (laughs) more than whatever they want it to be. It's just like I'm selling a car for $100 less than what I want to. Yeah, I guess, whatever. But my point is... Over the years, I can see it making a good case for like... I mean, we did get some money off of our deductible when we allowed them to put the tracker in our car that beeped at us every time someone made us stop short. It was really terrible. But we are pretty careful drivers. We're pretty infrequent drivers. So it did knock some money off of our... In fact, deductible. But my point with this is that Dennis Haysbert has played a very straightforward and, again, um, very like like a real steady hand, right? He just gives off that kind of like, you're safe with Allstate kind of vibe. Sure. And, of course, you mentioned before um, that we, we in this house uh, call him by America's first black president because he played the president. I don't remember his character's David name. David Palmer. David Palmer on 24. Sir, I just got off with the Secretary of Defense. He wants to know how much longer you plan on giving Jack Bauer to disprove that tape before we fail safety orders. As far as I'm concerned, Jack Bauer will have up until the time the planes start releasing bombs. Well, from the Secretary's point of view, that's tying the DOD's hands. 
He claims that the longer it takes for you to lock down a decision, the less flexibility he has, and he may very well want to launch a pre-strike from one of there our There will carriers. be no pre-strikes on this mission. We're going to utilize every moment we have to be thorough. He's not going to like that, sir. That's his problem. Oh, you think the Secretary of Defense is going to push him around? He's not. He's not having it. Anyway, I love that guy. Stable, steady, no frills, Dennis Haysbert, keeping us safe with Allstate Insurance. But now... They're, they, being the Allstate ad makers, are turning his character into like a goof. Do you know this? Or like they're spoofing on it. No, I didn't know that. Yes. Watch this commercial. Okay, so the commercial we just heard about the deductible is not part of your case for postmodernism because no. I was like, you have wildly misunderstood this it's, concept. That's like the opposite of postmodernism. Yeah. It's straightforward. Yes. It's comforting. There's no frills about it. And, and Progressive has some other... I, or I'm sorry, Allstate, I do think, has some other funny commercials because all these insurance companies want to, like, be goofy They want to cover the bases, yeah. Right. And But you have some of them are more straightforward. And then, you, oh, I know. Uh, isn't Mayhem? Well, that's Allstate, I think. Um, I'm quite sure. Yeah, probably. So anyway, so they State do. State Farm and Allstate occupy a yeah, very similar right. spot, space in my brain. So I always have to think about whether it is. But I think you're right. I think Mayhem is Allstate. Because State Farm is we are farmers. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, no, that's farmers. Oh, my God. That's farmers. Why is it all about farms? We are truly. Well, once upon a time, yeah. we were an agrarian nation. Exactly. Um, but anyway. Here's what they're doing with this guy. He's been doing that for years, if not a decade now. Just straightforward spokesperson. Now they have this guy. He's in a diner. And everybody in the commercial is, look, it's the Allstate guy. Hey, can I go? Hold on one second. Sure. Okay. Okay. Safe driver, save 40%. Guys, guys. Check it out. Safe driver, save 40%. Safe driver, save 40%. Safe driver, save 40%. That's safe driver save 40%. It is. That's safe driver save 40%. It's right there. It's him. He's here. He's right here. Hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> That's totally him. That's him. That's totally the guy. Safe drivers do save 40%. So I have so much to say about this. Um, uh, go with me here because I have more tape to play for you too. But clearly they're breaking the fourth wall with this thing, right? And they're, they're doing this so clunkily. First of all... Um, they're completely stealing the concept uh, of Peyton Manning. Yes, that's my first. Which thought. was another, which was a different insurance company. But nationwide. literally in a diner, in a diner, in a in an in an eating establishment, being recognized for his insurance pitching. That's right. Here's uh, here's the Peyton Manning one for Nationwide. So how's retirement? Staying pretty busy, actually. Busy, 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 busy. Honey, busy. look. Number 18 in the house. He comes in here every day. Gets the same thing every time. Uh, you know I can hear you, right? I mean, it even uses some of the same shots. Like yeah. the, the people you know from I within the kitchen looking through the order up window. I've never seen such a blatant ripoff Huge of a commercial ripoff. before. And frankly, although I'm not the biggest fan of the Peyton Manning ones, it was better. They did it better the first time. And it made sense because it was a jingle. The other thing that they're doing about this is nobody's saying, hey, look, they might say it's the guy from the insurance commercial. Yes. Nobody is saying they don't know that safe slogan. driving saves you 40%. They're trying to jam that down our throats so, yeah. so much. It's ridiculous. And also just like, can't we just leave some things alone? Like, <laughs> how about that for a conservative point of view? But like, 
like you have your mayhem over here, and he's your funny commercials. Like the wire, like they're trying. It just seems so thirsty. You're saying to me. let Haysbert be Haysbert. Yes, and they're trying to turn Haysbert into something else, which is like oh, spoofing on the fact that oh, you're the guy in those commercials. Here's another one. Well, they're not really dunking on him in any way. I not mean, they're dunking on. They're him. dunking on themselves for being kind of looky loos or starstruck or whatever, but. He's just trying to go get his coffee. Well, here is one where he is watching a um, some sort of a sporting event. He's watching, let's say, a football game or something at some friend's house. There's, I think, three or four men in this commercial. They're all in the nice living room watching TV, and then it's a commercial break. And what comes on but one of his commercials. And okay. then I believe they try to change the That I will channel. say right off the bat is postmodern. And then they try to change the channel and he's on, I think he's like on all the channels. Let's take a listen. Five seconds left. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's my man there. <laughs> Time out. Let's go to a commercial. Oh, no. Not another commercial. When you bundle your home, auto, and life insurance <laughs> that would all be state, wild you could to save be watching 25%. a game with your friends and come on the TV more you like bundle, that. more you can save. If it's Put important the game, game on. Allstate can protect home, auto, and life insurance. You could save 25%. If it's important to you, Allstate can protect it. What? Bundle and save. Uh, they're all annoyed by him. They're all giving him the hairy eyeball because they don't want to see him on their TV. I'll issue a ruling that that one is for sure postmodern. It is postmodern. Because I think it's it's self-referentialness and it's... Um, it's like a commercial within a commercial and like two mirrors facing each other is is really interesting. I think they do a terrible job of execution. Like the writing is so super flat. There were opportunities for, for some good punchline there. Besides I also think I, him just looking sort of like, you know, nonplussed or whatever. And I, I, I think there is probably a and reason. And I am using that word correctly. I think there is a reasoning for this, but I also think it's somewhat confusing that they make him his facial hair completely different. And right. when he's hanging with his friends, he's got a, a full beard. And when you he's know, in the not, coffee shop getting recognized, he's beardy. Yes, yet in all the commercials, even the commercials that he's watching, he's clean shaven. Now, I think that a really great turn here would be like, they do another commercial this. It's not even him, that's his brother, Beard Hays, Beardy Haysbert. Beardy Haysbert yeah. is his brother. Dennis Haysbeard. <laughs> okay, you won me over. <laughs> so you're giving me the ruling that yes, it is postmodern. That one is for sure. I don't. I, and I, yes, it's a bad turn for these commercials, right? Like we don't turn to Dennis Haysbert commercials for comedy. Yeah, and I don't think it's a. I mean, I think anything done well is is fine, but these are not done well. They, no, they, especially they that offer first nothing one. more. They're not funny, and so. It's just like the company saying, yeah, we know this guy's been doing this forever, this so, so much so that he is associated with our product. But I agree with you that the trying to make people, trying to put their slogan, and I put that in scare quotes, in people's mouths like it's some, um, you know, like it's some well-known slogan is a joke. Did you say scare quotes? What does that mean? You know, like irony quotes. That Not air quotes, it's scare quotes now? Well, well, scare quotes meaning like the difference between like I'm quoting somebody, so I'm putting their what what they've said in mm-hmm. quotes, and I'm quoting something as in so called. Right. The phrase, the term for that is scare quotes. Really? I think so. I had no idea. All right. Well, anyway, I think I won that game. Uh, are we gonna get into was boomer that, music? Was, was there? Was it possible to lose it? You tell me. <laughs> boom boom boom. Let me say well. Oh my I say God. boom boom boom, no everybody say well. I say boom boom boom, no let me I say well. 
You said, oh my God, do you know this song? Sure, this was like a big, I don't know, this was around the time that I would have been going to, I had a very brief window where I would go to like dance clubs. Genevieve, I pulled this because we're talking about boomers. I want a song that said boom, boom, boom. Um, I cut out, I only have the chorus here. This song is filthy. Is it? Yeah. It is that, not, it's not even creative. Right. It, it just it just talks about the sex act in a way that I guess vaguely rhymes is incredibly graphic and not clever or interesting at all. Yeah, well, I mean, welcome to like dance music in the 90s. Wow. I didn't, I'm so surprised that you know this this filthy, filthy music. Who am I dating here? <laughs> um, all right. So let's uh, this is going to kind of be our uh, our ad council slash second segment of the show uh, because our buddy Mike, Mike Frizzell, posted... I don't usually use last names, but people know who he is, and I wanted to honor that. Um, he uh, he posted a commercial to the Facebook page, and he wrote, that moment when a pharmaceutical ad ruins one of the best songs of all time. And he's talking about this commercial for Anoro, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, here, I'll just play it for you. COPD makes it hard to breathe. So to breathe better, I go with a Noro. COPD tries to say go this way. I say I'll go my own way with a Noro. Once daily, a Noro contains two medicines called bronchodilators. So clearly, this is you can go your own way by Fleetwood Mac. COPD tries to say make go go my way. Mm, that is really a stretch. The writing. Uh, Really had to do a lot of work on this one. You know, what is exactly COPD then? Um, I forget what it stands for. It's it's a lung... Uh, yeah, makes breathing you know, difficult, as they say. D- disability. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Um, and so Mike doesn't like the fact that he loves this song and they have this like cheesy version of it. By the way, I want to point out that the YouTube commenter Aaron Cooper says, love this better than the original. And two people gave that comment a <laughs> thumbs up. So there are at least three psychopaths in the country. <laughs> that is a true story, by the way. I just wanted to. I like to present all sides of the story on this You know show. what? Anora's going to have to get in line for ruining... Um, uh, Fleetwood Mac songs right behind the Clinton campaign. Do you think they ruined it? I don't know. They certainly owned it. They certainly owned it for a really long time. Um, but uh, so that's a version of this where they take the song, but it's not the original version. Mm-hmm. And they they kind of, but they don't change the lyrics. They don't do anything clever. They just get. They some, just make a, a really inferior cover. I love that somebody <laughs> feels that way and feels that way strongly enough to like, Post it. <laughs> I love this. This is better than the original. Um, Somebody gets Stevie Nicks on the phone. Maybe she can take a lesson. What was the other <laughs> comment that I saw? It was under. Oh my god! People, I think it was are under what, a Dennis Haysbert like compilation video. Insane. And what did somebody write? One person was just like, "I really like this guy," and I was like, "Yeah, you're watching a compilation video of him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Did they let just stumble? Maybe your, they just stumbled on it. Yeah, let your download do the talking for you. Like you don't need to say that. It's anyway. crazy. It's sometimes crazy what you do stumble on in YouTube. Like today, I was watching. I'm writing some speeches for for commencement. You know, it's commencement time, and I'm writing some speeches around that. And so I thought, oh well, I'll watch that Obama speech. Um, 
that he gave to the high school graduates, right? Cause just mm-hmm. to get some inspiration. So I watched that. And then it rolled right into one of his um, uh, correspondent dinner, correspondence dinner speeches, his last one, which was actually really great. I'd never seen it before. And then it rolled into, for whatever reason, um, some quack doctor who was there to tell you that tomatoes are what's making you fat. It was like a mm-hmm. doctor... Dr. Jim Smith is here to tell, is here to explain why you're gaining all that weight. And it's the answer is tomatoes. And he's like, you know, he looks very official and whatever. And I was like, how did the algorithm bring me here? Yeah, the the uh, the answer is always tomatoes. I, find. <laughs> I mean, I know Tom Brady believes it. I am. Um, I am going crazy here trying to find whatever this silly YouTube comment on Dennis Haysbert was <laughs> that I can't find right now. So I will put that aside. But um, anyway, uh, after Mike Frizzell posted that complaint, he's uh, listener Colyon posted below it. Um, yeah. And also the Dire Straits Walk of Life is in some other annoying ad. I'm pretty sure I found that ad and I can never remember how to say the name of this product. So I'll just hit play. People with type 2 diabetes come from all walks of life. If you have high blood sugar, ask your doctor about Farsiga. It's a different kind of medicine that works by removing some sugar from your body. Along with diet and exercise... Now, my guess is Farsiga this is the original version, or somebody covering it in a way that sounds exactly like it. With one I mean, so far, the music Farsiga sounds exactly like your it. A1C. And although it's not a weight loss or blood pressure drug, Farsiga may help you lose weight and may even lower blood pressure when used with certain diabetes medicines. When you listen to this and you concentrate on the music like we are right now, it's, it gets even more frustrating because you like you know where the lyrics come in. Yeah, you're and just they, like, come you on. You hear the looping. And I, hey, listen, as somebody who's been making bed music for public radio and underwriting and advertisements for years and years and years now, like, you know, I, I understand that looping a song is fine because most people are paying attention to the words over top of it. It's only when you stop paying attention to the words and you start thinking about the music that it's infuriating that yeah we- yeah but it, i be, and i maybe maybe if we weren't listening so closely it wouldn't be irritating but it is this sense of like um just frustration like un, you know sort of like never never gratifying that they never hit the lyrics exactly yeah i still hear that in like um especially like FM radio commercials when they're like jamming a bunch of songs by one band into a promo for a concert. Remember concerts? Um, and like the editor in just places just like, oh, but you also, you have any idea how hard it is to jam five songs into 30 seconds or <laughs> six songs? It it's hard. Challenging. Um, I like how these, these drug uh, makers or drug advertisers, I should say, are just like probably combing through lists of songs from this era. And this era mm-hmm. is a big one. I mean, it's it, it spans, you know, really the 70s all the way through. The, I'd say 60s. 60s in, yeah. all the way through the 80s, really, in a lot of cases. So it's it's quite a, but they're a big generation. So they get mm-hmm. a lot of songs. Um, just looking for songs that have a, lyra, a, a hook or a title that speaks to what their drug does, uh-huh, right? right? So like Walk of Life. Yep. You know, well, it's the, we're, we're trying to keep you alive, mm-hmm. even though you got type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Or go your own way. COPD is trying to make me go one way, <laughs> right. but I'm going to go my own way. That one's a stretch. Uh, and then this one, do you want to set this up? This was your idea to throw this in here. Entestro? And, and, no, and, and Tresto. Entresto. Yeah. Now that was... 
That was a G.I. Joe villain, right? Had a whole chrome head. He did, yeah. That's yeah, the I, one. Me- I remember that. Yeah. Uh, this one is, again, I mean, to my point about the name of the songs or the, the hook of the song, uh, I believe Entresto is a heart medication for people with heart disease. And what do they have? But the beat goes on. And I think, if memory serves, this is the original that they're I using I don't recall. Again. Let's take a listen to this. That would be Sonny and Cher, I believe. What does help for heart failure look like? The beat goes it looks like Jill heading off on an adventure. The beat goes on. Jill has Entresto. Yeah, did, you're making a funny face. It did sound like the, the music glitched out there for a second. I can't tell if that's... We're playing this not from YouTube, but from iSpot TV, which is It kind sounded of like official. there was a weird edit. Yeah, and also it happened right when he says the name Jill... Um, and you almost can't tell what he's saying. I'm going to play this from the beginning again just so we can focus on the tiniest, smallest part of this commercial, which might just be an internet glitch. <laughs> what does help for heart failure look like? The beat goes it looks like Jill heading off on an adventure. The oh, yeah, that's some off. internet crap. Jill has Entresto, a heart failure medicine that helps her heart so she can keep on doing what she loves. In the largest year study ever, Entresto was proven superior at helping people stay alive and out of the hospital. It helps improve. Oh man, this this commercial is totally janky. Somebody yeah, uploaded a janky commercial. This upload commercial. is terrible. Who pulled this for the show? Why would you Why would you put this in the show sheet, Genevieve? If it was all messed up like this? Well, usually we can trust iSpot. I'm just joking. I put it in the show sheet. Um, actually, no, I didn't. Actually, you did pull this one, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> I meant that as a joke about me. I wasn't trying to actually bust your chops. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but I. But you get the gist. Even you, you get the gist, and I do think that that is um, the original version of that, which raises the question for me: Why don't I listen to more Sunny and Share? I have the. I'm impression down. I'm down to listen to more Sunny and Share. Absolutely, I, anytime. I could be wrong about it, but like of the three songs that I know by them as a as a duo, or really two, Biko's on and. Um, of course, uh, I got you, I've got you. I got you, babe. Yeah, yeah, the huge one. Thank you for bailing me out there. Um, my brain, I just like looking, I was panicking. <laughs> I Well, I, I had to do what most Americans, I think, have to do, which is go, okay, Groundhog Day. <laughs> right. He wakes up. Um, but like, I love both of those songs, and I love Cher's early stuff when you hear it, but I just don't know that much, and I wonder if it's one of those things, though, when you pick up an album and you listen to it, you're like, oh. No, well, listen, we used to listen to some Cher. Um, my my family was big into the road trips, and we had some Cher albums that made it into their made their way into the rotation, and my memory of it is that it's great. Okay, good. Yeah, like we should get. She should, has that one kind of problematic. There's Native a problematic one, yeah. I'm not gonna right? say the name. I think it's offensive, but. You take that one out. I think, like broadly speaking, it's a good. She has a good catalog. Yeah, and I also think that we know enough about Cher now to know that she is on the right side. Oh of, yeah, Cher hella woke. She has the uh, on the right side of history. Um, let's see here. What else do we have? Uh, oh, this was another. One. <laughs> this is another one. Now this is, this is the third type. Okay, good. We haven't talked about this type yet. This is where is I'm using the word parody. I don't know if that's proper or not, but this is for Ozempic. Am I saying that correctly? And this is where they take a song everybody knows and they change the lyrics. This is really, let's just say it, terrible. <laughs> oh! 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 People with type 2 diabetes are excited about the potential of once-weekly Ozempic. In a study with Ozempic, a majority of adults lowered their blood sugar and reached an A1C of less than 7 and maintained it. Oh! 
under seven. <laughs> and like, you may all these people these staring things. at the screen going, oh, like you really think that somebody's poking him in the butt. Oh, up to 12 pounds? A two-year study showed that Ozempic does not drug. increase the risk of major cardiovascular events like heart attack, stroke, or death. Oh, no increased risk? Oh, oh, oh. Ozempic should not be the first medicine for Now that song I, I, Would you know without looking at the screen Who does that song by the way Oh of course not A band called Pilot But I don't know who anyone I don't know who does any song ever Is that true? Well you, you seem to be up on the share um, You know what? Embarrassingly I didn't say it out loud When you said Oh uh, the beat goes on as share Sunny and share But I couldn't have told you that now I'm getting nervous. It is Sunny and Cher, right? It sound. I mean, it, when I think about it, it sounds like Cher. Now um, I got to look it up. But it's got to be. But I don't. I yeah, Sunny and Cher. I know you're right. I just have a very bad um, instinct and memory for that, which you would think I wouldn't. Like I'm. No, it doesn't. I have a good memory for lots of things. I have a good memory for lyrics. I mean, you you'll be in the car with me, and I'll put Top Forty on because it's literally oh God, the only you know thing I ever listen to. Every song. I know every lyric to every song. Because, you know, I listened to a song once or twice and I can remember, you know, at least the hook of it. But who who did what? No idea. Hmm. Well, that one is especially painful, I would say. This changing of oh, the oh, lyrics. Is and just like the idea of taking bad. these songs. like If you're somebody who loves these songs the way Frizzell likes that um, Fleetwood Mac one. Boy, if you love Oh, Oh, It's Magic, <laughs> you really hate that commercial. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But does anyone really love that song? Somebody might have I mean, people once. know it. Yeah. But I don't know that anyone's, like, riding for it. I wonder how much my premise is sticking together here. No, I'm going to stick with it. Actually, the, the rest of these examples, <laughs> I actually... Should I, I just ab- move forward Should I just abandon ship? <laughs> no, I mean, these are legit. They're kind of less fun, I think, but... Um, oh, I, I, wanna, I actually am excited for this, this one. Okay, this is for... Trilogy. Yeah. I wanted more from my COPD medicine. That's why I've got the power of one, two, three medicines of Trilogy. The only FDA-approved three-in-one COPD treatment. Trilogy. The power of one, two, three. I didn't realize. <laughs> no, see, I, I, I think didn't people realize. legitimately might like ABC. Yes. And this is a very bad crime against it. Veeves, I am so glad. I'm so, I apologize for uh, denigrating this as we went into it and saying <laughs> that the show is going to take a downturn there because I in my head in my memory they just they just kind of loop the original song in the background no, no, I they didn't realize the that they rewrite the lyrics which is my new favorite thing yeah. the FDA approved 3 in 1 COPD treatment Trilogy <laughs> The power of 1, 2, 3 I mean they really let it breathe too they could have oh, yeah. cut some of those out Trilogy works three ways to open airways keep them open and reduce inflammation for 24 hours of better breathing Trilogy won't replace a rescue. A lot of uh, COPD um, commercials today. Yeah, I mean, we're really seeing what this is. A uh, they're really they're really showing us what maladies are affecting this generation, yeah, right? Definitely. And of course, you know, it's not like you can't put two and two together. It's it's things that affect your heart and your lungs, and mm-hmm. uh, you know that are the product of of weight gain and and all the stuff. So you know, it's just aging. The- now I'm hoping you didn't look at the show sheet too closely because this Don't one Don't worry, I didn't. <laughs> this one you really got to wait for it, okay? Okay. Do you know this one? This is Rapatha? I feel like I've seen all of these cuz I watch a lot of TV for boomers. I watch a lot of, you know, Columbo and Golden Girls and, you know, like I watch a lot of TV that shows commercials for a lot of 
ailments that I don't currently have. Well, I'm hoping that this one isn't spoiled for you. Take a listen to this. What song I is have this? Heart disease. Watch what I eat. I don't recognize this song. I still struggle to lower my LDL bad cholesterol, which means a heart attack or stroke could strike without warning. I want to say something. So this is a, a story of a father at his, um, at a, you're, you're assuming it's his daughter's wedding, and he's wearing a white shirt. He clearly has taken off. He's wearing a bow tie and suspenders. He's taken off his jacket, but like they really make a point. I'm going to go back here just like five seconds of showing him really kind of busting out. He's very paunchy. He's got real paunchy and they focus on that. Yeah, they focus on the paunch and they, and I really think that the suspenders are meant to draw the eye to the paunch. Yeah. And the shirt is tucked in and his belly And that's a tip for men out there who are considering doing the suspenders look. Mm -hmm. It's, it draws the eye to the punch. And this is for something that to reduce cholesterol. So, And you see him up at the buffet, like, piling food on his plate at this wedding. And the camera, I mean, I'm not trying to be cruel here because, trust no, me, my belly is worse. the commercial's being cruel. The commercial is focused on his belly flopping over his pants. Statins, but still struggle to lower my LDL bad cholesterol, which means a heart attack or stroke could strike without warning, pulling me away from everything that matters most. Because with high bad cholesterol, my risk of a heart attack or stroke is real. So suddenly the um, wedding party, everything's kind of gone dark and he's having this fantasy of what would happen if he had a heart attack at this and wedding. And the paramedics show up and everything sort of goes gray and he's yep. being like escorted in slow motion to the ambulance. But don't worry, that's just a fantasy. But we're 20 seconds in and you're saying, Andrew, but I still don't recognize this song. And Andrew, I told what song you, is this? Wait for it, Genevieve. How many times do <laughs> we have to have this conversation? <laughs> The path oh, yes. seriously lowers bad cholesterol by 63% and significantly drops my risk of having a heart attack or stroke. Do not take Repatha if you Now beer bellies out there Repatha dancing. Like nobody would put that shirt is a size too small. Yes, the, the commercial is being mean to this man. It really is. Sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu-like symptoms, back pain, yeah, I mean, high like, sugar, and red his breast you know, his, the injection site. His breasts are very tight a against the shirt. Come between me and everything I love. I mean, the funny thing is, is like if you put him in a regular size shirt, like this same guy could easily play, I don't know, the head of the FBI in sure. an episode of 24. Like yeah. he's not a bad looking guy at all. They just put him he, in a in a really, really tight He's white a big shirt. and tall man of a certain yeah. age, but he's not a bad looking guy in like in fitted clothes, in clothes that were built to fit him. I want to just say, note, totally irrespective of anything else we're talking about, I think it's nice that the the young couple, the, the, his daughter who's getting married, um, is there have she's uh, in an interracial relationship and they show a really just quick shot it's totally uh not germane to the like the drug facts or anything but just the dad and the father of the groom who's african-american uh kind of like hugging each other mm-hmm. or, like taking a cute picture together and i just think like more and more casting like this is getting is they're doing race blind or maybe even intentionally uh diverse casting mm-hmm. and so it's a, it's a topic that I I keep brushing up against in our in some of these shows I know, we talk we keep about talking about doing it. Yeah, I I really would like to have Phyllis uh, or or another guest of color on and uh, you know I'll just be honest about that. I feel like I, it would be more interesting and more respectful to have that conversation with someone who can 
you know, speak to it from a little bit different perspective. Yeah, I've talked to Phyllis about that. I think she wants to do it. We just got to find a time to do it. Um, So we will do that. But I wanted to ask you, do you know who does the song Boogie Shoes? Because I do not. And I'm I've already told you I don't know who does songs. It is KC and the Sunshine Band. Okay, that's fun. Um, I only have one more here, Veeves, um, but we're only 35 minutes into the show, and this is literally all I have left, so we need to vamp, or we have to turn in a very short podcast today. Well, we've got our... We've got our um, we do have, we we do one, have a special... We have a special segment at the end. At the end, yeah. we're saving. That'll take... Mine will take about 30 seconds, though, so... Well, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk it over with you. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll give it some... Crit- I'll give it a critical analysis because you know we have to fill to the uh quarter hour that's how it <laughs> works okay so tr- uh trujeo is that how you say the name of this drug trujeo what is this who prepped this show diabetes can be a daily struggle even if you're trying your best along with diet and exercise once daily to may help you control your blood sugar Get into a daily groove. We see, a, we, by the way, I should tell you, right as the song is about to hit, we just see a guy, he's kind of like, he's going about his daily tasks, but none of them are, nothing terrible is going on, but he's just a little bit out of it. Like, he's trying to walk his dog, and his old dog doesn't want to go for a walk. He's trying to drag him by the, by the leash, and now he's in the kitchen. He's got that Amy Cooper style of dog ownership. Topical. Wow. Um, sorry, it's just... It's tough. Uh, this, uh, and then we see him in in the kitchen, and he's like reading a cookbook and trying to cook, but he's like absentmindedly pouring um, olive oil all over the floor. Like I don't know it's what they're wonder going if for. The, the olive oil pouring on the floor is making me wonder if this is a pharmaceutical for dementia. Yeah, I know he needs a he needs more than just Trujillo, but um, and to Trujillo, Trujillo. Sorry, and now he's in um, now he's in the in the bathroom and he finds his little i guess is that a pen it looks, looks like, like it's administered in in, a, in pen form and now the mood of the commercial is going to change and if you don't trust me just listen to the music i hope you control your blood sugar get into a daily groove Let's Now, he's still going about his day. He's giving his dog. He's not, like, doing the same activities more successfully, necessarily. Now he's bathing his dog, but he's so damn happy about it. Now he's back in his kitchen. He's wearing a... He almost um, fell off an elliptical. He was so happy. That's right. He was exercising. Now he's wearing a... um, He's back in his kitchen, and there's a family behind him. It looks like he's serving dinner for his family or guests or somebody. And he's dancing around the kitchen. He is, I should point out, wearing an apron that says, chop it like it's hot. (laughs) And he is just like a big... I got to say, you kind of you That's do cute. you do kind of love this big lovable doofus yeah. by this point of the commercial, right? From the makers of Lantus, Tujeo provides blood sugar lowering activity for 24 hours and beyond. Proven blood sugar control all, all right, day. Right now we're just running the advertisement. Does he do anything else in this that's worth talking about? Let me fast forward a little bit. He's uh, now he's out in the yard. He's dancing while mowing the lawn. Apparently. Trujeho, Trujeho, what? Trujeho, Trujeho makes you want to dance a lot. He's it makes you a terrible lawnmower yeah. though. He's just dancing with his lawnmower. His spatial reasoning has really taken a dive. This guy really like honestly, that would be something. What if you get like one actor who can portray a whole bunch of different maladies and like a bunch of different farm 
pharmaceuticals use him in their uh-huh. ads. It's like, well, okay, we've worked on the heart thing. Now let's work on the mental thing. I love it. And then they could do one ad at the end that's like postmodern where everyone recognizes when they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're still alive. That's right. And then I open it in my new segment. <laughs> Am I postmodern now, daddy? Uh, that song is called Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. In case you're curious. I found a little uh, article that, um, it, because you and I had tossed this idea around and then I found a little article by some, I don't know, like tiny little I don't even know what it was it wasn't like a, a publication of record um, that had compiled some of these so at least it validated the fact that this is a real topic I mean yeah janky ass websites can list these commercials and so can janky ass podcasts right <laughs> Well, thanks for finding them all. Because uh, when we talked about it, I was like, I know there's a million examples. I feel like every time I'm watching television, I'm hearing some, you know, song from that era, or from from those decades being turned to the use of pharmaceutical selling. And then, of course, when you go to look for it, you can never remember the name of the drug because it's always like a random combination of X's and Y's mm-hmm. and J's and Trejo. T's. And the song doesn't like, I couldn't remember what songs I was looking for, but I, but I am confident that this is a real trend and it makes sense that it's a trend because it's all about the audience that they're trying to reach let me ask you this This is a real question that is maybe me trying to justify my idiocy which is takes a lot of energy but what is the reasoning behind giving these all names that are really really hard to pronounce and remember and i'm not just saying that to be a goofball because it like I know that I'm not a very smart man, but I'm looking at this word and I st- and you've said it a million times and I'm watching the commercial and every time you're not saying it, I already forget how to say to Jeho or Rapatha or I guess Trilogy. Am I saying Trilogy right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, like, why do they have such nonsense names? Yeah. Why are like not just nonsense names, but nonsense names that are so hard to come up with, like just come up with something that is like monosyllabic. I don't know what the reasoning is. I feel like there must be something. Um, Almost legal? Something, yeah. It feels like there's some reason behind it. And of course, none of these names are like the chemical compound, which are even harder to yeah. say. And, you know, they can't be the generic. It has to be a brand name, you know, because they can't. Ultimately, a lot of these get turned are just generic chemical compounds or whatever. Um I'd love to know the answer to that question. I I don't know why. I see you found an article that might be answering our question. I, like any good producer during the show. Ooh, the conversation. Just that's, a good, wrote, that's a good website. Why are pharma names so hard to pronounce? And you know about this, the conversation? Yeah, the conversation is actually a great publication. Um, I worked, I've worked with them on and off for years, but they uh, essentially, it's a news site that they put a journalist with a, like a faculty member, like a professor who's like an expert in whatever, whatever. And then they write together. They write news articles um, and some opinion mm. pieces, but they write the 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 journalists help the professors produce news content that's special specialty in their field. But they, as prof- as faculty members or researchers, might not know like journalistic conventions or how to write for a different audience for a lay audience and stuff like that. So it's a really useful site for really like well vetted super reliable content. Okay, well, this is... And I remember you telling me about this website, actually, a a while back, now that you said all that. Um, So this article says, despite the seemingly random selection of drug names, there's a defined structure 
to how they are decided. I'm reading this cold, by the way, so let's hope it's not too long of an article. Skipping ahead a little bit, it says, um, there was a time when there were no rules for how a drug was named. It was usually up to the inventor. So you had like Condi's crystals, for instance, <laughs> is the purple bath salt used as a disinfectant, and it was named after the chemist called Henry Condi. You had Arthur uh, Whitfield, a dermatologist, developed Whitfield's ointment. Pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. Things are different now, says the conversation. Chances are that any new drug will have to come from a pharmaceutical company. These companies invent hundreds or thousands of new molecules each year that they hope turn into saleable medicines. With this sort of volume, the companies don't have the time or really... Uh, the need to name all of them at this stage drug molecules have two names their chemical name and a code name um so this is getting into some pretty detailed stuff here the code names are usually dropped the drug but then brand names and generics when a drug is approval from the government it'll usually have a generic name and a brand name right yes were you going to say something genevieve I was going to say, maybe this is a conversation we should um, synthesize a little bit and come back to. I'm almost there. Um, <laughs> and we, <laughs> I told you we have, to, we have time to kill anyway. All right. Yeah, well, we're um, killing it. Okay. So, okay. I get it. I get it. Uh, just give me the answer. Just give me the damn answer. It looks like there are some government guidelines involved. But they're not, the, you know, I don't like that. You're telling me how great this fucking website is. Just give me, it, it's a one it's, it's sentence not BuzzFeed. that I want. It's an actual news site. I want BuzzFeed. <laughs> we'll link to this article. You can read it at your leisure. I'm reading it now. <laughs> you can listen to it at your leisure right now as we try to find the nut graph. So according to European agencies' uh, draft guidelines, each drug name should not mislead about what the disease the drug is capable of treating, mislead about uh, what the drug and medicine is made of. It should not be used for any promotional message. It should not be offensive in language. Got that, Triejo? Whatever. Uh, it should not be too similar to the names of other drugs. It should not be like Fuxapam or something. <laughs> Ham, uh, and each drug name should not. Uh, it should give consideration. No, I'm sorry. It should not give. All right. This is this. You are talking about how great this website is. Each drug name should not should give consideration to phonetics and the potential difficulties of pronunciation. Okay, that was that's bad editing. That's bad editing right there. Anyway. As somebody who is a master of his own craft, I expect more from the conversation. Yes. That took all. Of, that took everything out of me. <laughs> I, Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Will somebody, will an ad counselor, please just read some articles and then summarize them for me, and then just send me a one sentence email. <laughs> That's yeah. all I want. You you and the President of the United States have that in common. Yeah. All right. Before we go, um, we don't have any more ad counsel, and there's a reason for that, and it's because we're recording this just a couple of days after the last show that we did. Um, uh, we won't be able to record on our usual Tuesday night, so we're recording this um, several days early. And we do this podcast, and it's silly, and it's not based on – world events yet somehow i feel like we always somehow get screwed on this when we record like a week early then pepsi comes out with the most maligned commercial right. with the kardashian of all time yeah suddenly there's some new commercials in the news that would be you know it would be 
madness for us not to talk about. Exactly. And it happened last time we took a vacation to Hawaii, I want to say, and I can't remember what it was. And there was some there was some big commercial that Well, there was the time was we took a vacation about. during the Super Bowl, which I think that one probably was that more, one was a little bit more on us, us. I would say, yeah. But we got some fill in house. They were all right, those kids. <laughs> um, okay, so what we decided to do is um, rip off a little bit um, the public radio quiz show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And um, we're going to make some predictions here. We're going to predict what is going to be the big commercial-related news that happens um, in the in the following days before we post this episode that's going to make us look like idiots because we're not talking about it. And did you come up with something, Genevieve? I do. So I have, a, I have a commercials in the news that I think will happen this week. Okay. So obviously everybody's using Zoom to do all of their mm. meetings and stuff. And Zoom is like totally dominating the space but microsoft has a competing product which i i don't know if you've seen the commercials for it's called teams mm-hmm. um and i think teams you know microsoft is really trying to make a play for teams being the uh your your solution your business solution of choice for uh video uh work and video meetings during the pandemic um and i think that next week in an effort to uh stay current with zoom uh, they're going to make a misguided commercial that's going to show that just like Zoom bombing can happen, Teams bombing can also happen. Oh, no. They're going to have a very unfortunate and offensive Teams bombing incident that they show in their commercial. Is it going to be blurred out? Yeah, they'll blur it out, but it's really going to, um, it's not going to play well in the press. Mm, full frontal Zoom diddy. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, that's pretty good and better than mine. Um, I, what I believe is going to happen is VW. Uh, Volkswagen, I should say, is going to come out with the results of their internal <laughs> investigation into that bizarrely racist ad that they've made no excuses for and only apologies that they um, posted on their on their Instagram. I like no excuses, only apologies as a tagline <laughs> for something. The only problem is the news will be buried because the bigger news will be that Tumgis is embroiled in a very salacious sex scandal Ooh. that takes all the air out of the room. And so we, Can we will get any deets on that Tumgus sex scandal. It involves a Twizzler. <laughs> you asked, you asked for the details. I did not want to give them to you, Genevieve. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Okay, we're at, according to my clock, 49 minutes and 15 seconds. That's virtually an hour. Do we have 10 minutes of other articles I can read blindly? (laughs) And when I say blindly, I mean blindly. All right. Well, thanks for putting up with us this week. We will be back with a brand new show uh, next Tuesday. Uh, In the meantime, you should get at us. Do you know the phone number off the top of your head? 607-444-5597. How is it that I don't know that either? I don't know. Has has the conversation written a piece on that? Your brain is taken up with knowing uh, what song Sonny and Cher did. Yeah. Um, also, the Facebook group. That's where we pulled um, so much of our content over the past couple of weeks. Loving your conversations there. So you can sign up. If you go to Facebook, just look for After These Messages Show. And yeah, welcome course, to our new members. Oh, we got some? Yep. Yeah. Um, and we have an email. After These Messages Show at Gmail. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. You can really 
dip is he's once again back again with the caravan of man says from Pakistan. Karachi posse's Aki's poppy. Uh, red octagons couldn't stop me.